0: Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on these days at home. Welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I am Alyssa Johns, your host, and I hope you guys have been having a great week, enjoying a little bit cooler weather if you're here in Minnesota. Um, I uh, have had a great week. It's been um, kind of relaxing. Uh, My husband is off of work right now and so we're getting to do all the fun things together like going to the gym and um, just having him around a little bit more is so enjoyable for me. So as much as we want him to find his next job soon, we are also really enjoying this time. Um, We're also in full swing in in the garden. Today I Pickled my first batch of banana peppers, which we love. And I had this realization as I was pickling them that um, one of the great things about homesteading and gardening is that you get to grow what your family loves. It's not like you have to do this or do that or do these specific things to be a you know pro homesteader or, or pro gardener or something like that. Like you get to decide what foods you want to eat, which ones you love, which ones you love growing, which ones you love cooking with and harvesting. And that's what you get to grow. There's no real rule rules when it comes to that. And so last year I realized how much I really, um, am not a big pickle eater. We ended up last year with like Oh my gosh! We had pickles, or we had cucumbers, like the big English cucumbers coming out of our ears. Had so many, and so we had to we had we had to pickle them. And I I like pickles, but I don't love them enough to just eat them nonstop all year round. So that was a lesson for us uh, last year. We only I only planted one pickle uh, or one cucumber plant this year, and we're getting just enough to you know keep up. Um, as far as eating them for enjoyment. So I feel good about that adjustment in our gardening. One of the things that we love to grow and and eat all year round is banana peppers. We really, really like them. I love them on um, a barbecue chicken pizza. It is, I don't know, It's they're really, really good. On a barbecue chicken pizza, but they're also fabulous in any other homemade pizza. So we we like to have them on homemade pizza a lot. Um, We also put them in wraps or put them in sandwiches or on top of burgers or hot dogs or brats. Um, Yeah, they're just they just they're so um, they're so good. We, there's there's just like a sweetness about them. So anyway, we uh, really wanted more banana peppers banana peppers this last year. So I planted more plants and this year so far, I've gotten three jars of of banana peppers pickled. So that's exciting. Today's the first, the first day of doing something something like that. The garden is growing enough and we're harvesting enough to where we need to actually start preserving and not just eating. So that's really exciting. And, um, I uh, that actually brings me to the topic I wanted to talk about today. So um, this is going to be a little bit more of just like a practical tip uh, podcast episode for anybody that is out out there that is into gardening. Um, I love growing herbs. Uh, speaking of growing the things that you love, I love growing herbs. If I, if something happens to me and I can no longer do the big garden I'm not phys- physically capable. I will always have one canister of like one potted plant of tomatoes and then some little pots of herbs because they are just so good. Like that is what makes gardening to me fun because of all the flavors that I get to enjoy from those few things. So, um, I've been doing, this is my third year with an, a full fledged herb garden. And I get a lot of people every year uh, saying, well, I, I you know I offer them herbs as they you know come and vis- visit our house, or I talk about how much I love my herbs, and everyone's like, I don't know how to use them. What do I use them for? How, you know, I if I were to grow them, I would have no idea what to do with them. And so, since this is my third year doing this, I thought of all the ways that I have used um, fresh herbs from the garden, and that just really make it so your food so delicious. So I'll share a few of those things with you. Um, The first one is pesto, basil pesto. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you how amazing uh, fresh pesto tastes. I'm sure everybody out there loves pesto. It's very, it's a very good Italian flavor, you know, lots of basil, garlic, salt, um, the pine nuts, or you can use any nut really um, to make it. And you put it, put it in a noodle dish or is it the most common, but we use it, you know, just like to cover chicken or rice or something, something like that. Um, just as such a fresh, just delicious smell. If you like basil, pesto is the way to go. I have a recipe over on my blog for basil pesto. So I will put it, put it in the show notes below. Um, let's see another one that I love. Oh, also basil or uh, pesto also freezes really well. So like if you're, if you're like me and you have a lot of basil plants, I, I see, I planted five or six this year. So, so far I've made, um, three batches of pesto and I've been able to freeze two jars Um, so we've used one and a half so far, and we're going to freeze the other two and I'm sure I'll have more to come later. Um, so that's something that actually preserves well in the freezer. If you're, if you're interested or wondering about that. Um, so another way I use herbs is in what's called an herb salt. Now this is, I think one of my favorite ways to preserve herbs, um, mainly the flavor of them. Oh, So I discovered this way on YouTube a few years ago and uh, essentially what you do is you take a bunch of herbs like um, I use basil, sage, um, oregano, thyme, uh, rosemary, basically all of my favorite ones. I uh, wash them up, chop them up, kind of um, not puree them, but get them really nice and fine. And then I mix in, this is in a food processor, you mix in a really high quality salt. like I, I use a pink Himalayan sea salt, um, a lemon zest, zest from a lemon, and let me think if there's anything else, uh, probably a little garlic, and then you um, mix it all up in the mixer until it's like a wet sand material, and then you put it on a baking sheet, and you can either leave it out and let it, you know, air dry for a few days. It usually takes about two days or so to do that. Or you can uh, put it in the oven on a really low temperature. I think like 170 which just the, probably the lowest that it goes um, till and you know, for a few hours and uh, you have this amazing herb salt that you get to put um, on pretty much anything that your little heart desires. And let me tell you, it is the main one that we use in the house when we're seasoning food. We love it on uh, chicken. We love it on fish, like uh, salmon or cod or something. Um, Eggs, I put it on my eggs all the time. Uh, Roasted vegetables, any roasted vegetable, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, peppers, potatoes, carrots, onions, like anything I roast, I pretty much toss it in olive oil and then or, um, an oil of some kind and then throw on the herb salt. So delicious. Um, let me think, is there anything else I use that in? Um, Oh, like roasting chicken. If you roast a chicken, you can use that, um, like a whole chicken or a turkey. Um, just so many ways to use that herb salt pasta. I put it in pasta. Um, it's, yeah, it's just such a wonderful way to preserve the flavor. It's so flavorful. And then you can, yeah, use it as like a little salt to season anything that you have. Highly, highly recommend checking it out. I actually have a YouTube video on how to do that on my YouTube channel, Harbor Home, if anyone is curious about that. Um, and then herbs are just amazing in Italian cooking in general. So if you have any recipes that are Italian recipes that call for fresh herbs, like they, that is one way to use them. If you want to give the herb garden a try, stockpile all of your Italian cook uh, Italian recipes that call for fresh herbs and just keep them for the summer. Sometimes it can feel weird to cook some Italian food in the summer because, um, it tend to be a little bit heavier, you know, with like the pastas and the meats and sometimes the cream sauces or whatever. Um, but having those fresh herbs straight from the garden, is like none other. So I would recommend uh, doing a lot of Italian cooking in the summer. Uh, one of my favorite things to make is bruschetta. It's, uh, tomatoes, like diced tomatoes, and then, uh, basil and then sometimes garlic, and then you sprinkle in some olive oil and then also some, uh, balsamic vin- vinaigrette or a bell. I like bals- a balsamic reduction sauce. Oh my goodness. That is to die for. You put it on, on a little cristini that's toasted with, uh, olive oil or butter or something. Hoo-hoo. So good. Um, uh, or, a what is it called? A caprese salad. So it's a big slice of tomato, big slice of mozzarella, and then a basil leaf with some balsamic vinaigrette or balsamic sauce. So good. Um, another thing that you can do is make basil lemonade. This is on my list this year. I've had it before. Um, I haven't had it for a while though. So, um, some homemade lemonade. If you've never tried homemade lemonade, I highly recommend that too. another recipe I have out on the blog. Um, I'll try to get all of these in the show notes below, um, for you guys to check out, check it out. Um, but it's really easy to make your own lemonade, just a bunch of lemons, lemons, uh, some honey and water, and then adding in some basil too, would just be so fresh. It's so refreshing um, when it's in a drink, it just has like a very light, uh, airy taste to it. Almost very good. Um, another way I love to use my herbs is in, uh, or preserve my herbs rather is in a, it's called a herb oil. So you want to use, uh, olive oil for this, a really nice one. And you put some olive oil in a little saucepan with a bunch of whatever herb you want to, Uh, preserve the flavor of. So I love uh, with my herb oils, I love basil, but then also rosemary. Um, And then sometimes I'll do like another one that's kind of like a hodgepodge of uh, oils or uh, herbs. So um, you just basically heat up the oil uh, on a low, you know, just keep it low heat uh, with the herbs in, in the saucepan. And you just kind of let it simmer for a nice long while, probably like half an hour. And pretty soon the, uh, the flavor of the herb will be infused into the oil. And then what I love to do is use that oil for cooking. So when I'm going to roast some vegetables or I'm going to fry up some shrimp or some chicken or whatever it is in the, in, in a skillet, I use that herb oil and it brings such an amazing flavor to whatever I'm cooking. So that is one great way to preserve the uh, flavor of herbs. Um, another one is a, that's a favorite of ours in our house is a mint herb dressing. So mint is considered an herb as well. And um, if you haven't grown mint before, I highly recommend it because you can use it in a lot of different things. You can use it in drinks like mojitos or you can use it... Um, to flavor different dishes, um, in salads or this mint herb dressing. If you, if you only grow mint for this mint herb dressing alone, it'll be worth it. So parsley and mint has always been in my herb garden because there's this uh, dressing that I absolutely love to make. It's mint, uh, or er, er, mint, parsley, garlic, uh, olive oil, and then yogurt and honey and salt. Oh my gosh. So good. We put it on our quinoa bowls. That's our favorite thing to put, put it on, but we also just use it as like a standard dressing for a little side salad at dinner or, you know, whatever the case. Um, that's a really good one. And then if you want to experiment with, with mint, um, it's really fun to make chocolate covered mint as like a little, um, like a delicacy or as like a little garnish or just like a little after meal, not a snack. I don't know what it would be called, but, um, yeah, you just, um, heat up some chocolate chips or some, uh, dark chocolate of some kind with a little bit of coconut oil. And then you dip the mint leaf in it and then you freeze them. You lay them on a piece of parchment paper and you freeze them. Really good. Nice little sweet treat after a meal. So good. Um, and then let me see trying to read my notes here. I'm under, a am under a blanket at the moment because I'm trying to muffle the sound of whatever is going on around me. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. So there is something I'm wanting to try. I haven't done it yet. So maybe I'll do it this year and let you know what it, uh, how it works is I've been wanting to try freezing in ice cube trays, some herbs with olive oil. So, what you're supposed to be able to do is pop those out and throw them in the skillet when you need to cook something. So that sounds like kind of a fun idea. I would like to give it a try. So I'm gonna try that this year. We'll see. Now, another herb that we like uh to grow is dill. We don't use it in a lot of different stuff, even though you can. I know a lot of people use dill in different things, but What I've discovered recently is my favorite way to use dill is in egg salad, which eggs is another thing that we have an abundance of here on the little homestead this year. Um, So a hard-boiled egg salad, and then with some dill and mayo and mustard and a little salt, and oh my goodness, we were just in heaven having that egg salad. So dill is something that is very delicious as well. So those are the ways that I love to use um, herbs. Um, oh, I I forgot to mention, I may have mentioned in Italian cooking obviously is one, but my favorite way to jazz up just a regular old homemade spaghetti is to take fresh herbs, chop up as much as you want and throw them in there with the sauce, add a little extra salt and maybe some extra garlic and just really jazz up that uh, store-bought sauce to mix in with your pasta. Oh my goodness. It is so good. So that's another way that we love to use herbs at our house. Now, um, in the preserving world, there is one thing that we are going to try this year that I'm curious to see how it's going to turn out. And that is a juicing kale, our kale completely Uh, just sprouted back up again this year. We hadn't dug out all of the deep roots from last year because the the twins were born right around the time that the harvest was ending. And so we just left them in the ground. And before we could even till up the ground this year, this spring, there was already kale growing straight out of those old roots. So we have a bunch of kale still, and we're going to try to uh, juice it. We've got a juicer. And then I want to freeze that juice in ice cube trays and see how, see how that goes to use in like smoothies and stuff. Cause kale is so good for you. It just really is. But it, Let's be honest. It's not that fun to eat. I, I choke it down when I need to. And there are a few ways that I will use it, especially in soups or, um, I like it on the, on the skillet with some butter and salt and garlic, that kind of thing. But it's just not the best thing to like throw in a salad or anything like that. So I thought preserving the juice of the kale would be one way to preserve the nutrients of it, but use it in something like a smoothie. And you can throw kale in smoothies, but it just doesn't dissolve as well or like get chopped up as well as like spinach. So anyway, that's another idea I have for this year. So um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was just a really quick, some information I had in my head that I just felt like I needed to get out. For all the all of you out there that have been interested in herbs, are curious about them, um, but don't know how to use them or what to do with them, there is a bunch of ways that I use them and really, really love them. That keeps me coming back to my herb garden every year and making it a priority. So if you are a gardener out there, happy harvesting. We are coming around the corner of that part of the season. So I hope you guys are having a good week and I may record another episode this next week, another bonus one, um, but we will see. So I'll keep you guys posted. Follow me on the socials if you are wanting to stay updated on the podcast. My handle is Harbor Home 32 on Instagram and then Harbor Home um, on Facebook and YouTube. Again, I'll try to remember all of those recipes I mentioned and drop them below in the show notes for you. If you guys are liking this podcast, please do consider leaving a review on either Spotify or Apple or whatever podcast platform you listen to this on. It helps this uh, podcast get in front of other people who may also find it valuable. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at HarborHome32 or my blog, harborhome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye!